A warm welcome to this shared space and time. With the season changing, maybe school is starting. I Many times we set goals and we get excited initially. And after a few weeks, especially for givers, if you're a giver, this is for you. We might find ourselves taking care of so many needs and our work or families or other people they were caring for that many times after a while, could be a few weeks, could be a month or two, we end up putting our needs at the, on the back burner and not taking care of ourselves and regenerate, or maybe not follow with our dreams or our wishes and vision that we have for our life. And because many times we want to give and we want to help others, we're going to be at the bottom of the priority list. And if that is you, but nonetheless, right now you're really excited and want to accomplish some goals. You want to keep your self-care and regeneration. You want to really be able to follow through with your plans and your vocation. This episode and the next few episodes are for you. You might not know me, but I'm Dr. Yuana Popa from Team for the Soul. And due to my profession, this I have decades of being in this journey of helping others, I have the privilege to be trained and to navigate fluidly, not only the medical field, but also psychology, mental health world, and also spiritual care, non-denominational, but also the ancient Christian faith. So with that, let's dive in. The problem with many givers and many compassionate beings and Christians, especially as they're trying to emulate Christ and give, 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 is that many times, as I mentioned, we put others first and then our needs or our dreams, we kind of go down at the bottom of the list. That in itself, it's not a problem, except that when we are bombarded with lots and lots of needs, we can start our new season fully energized and remembering we want to do what we want to do. And then things kind of fall down, so to speak. The habits are not sticky enough. So I want to bring some root problems that are pretty prevalent in our culture that actually can keep us on this cycle of wanting to be excited and want to have a routine and care for ourselves and accomplish our goals, but not be able to, and we get sidetracked. So today in this episode, I'm going to talk about the distinction between motivation and effortless will. Effortless will is an interesting concept. I first heard from the psychiatrist Roberto Soggioli, who's an Italian in the 1950s, I think he passed away in 1950s. So this idea of will, which is very widespread in religious traditions, especially Christianity, and linked it to also to ways to motivate ourselves. Nowadays, when, when we think of motivation, we think of being energized and feeling really good and really getting excited. And afterwards, in order to sustain it, we just have to push and get into our striver mode in order to accomplish and sustain it. Well, there's a problem with that. Anytime we get into just doing things because we feel good about them, that runs a risk of well, what happens when we don't feel good about that situation. Like we're not going to do it. Usually the default is that, well, I'm just going to push really hard. Well, when that happens, we actually really get into stress mode 
we our cortisol level hormone level do really increase and although we can do it it starts eroding our immunity and eroding our energy level and that could lead to having no energy losing our zest for life can leave not just a chronic stress but a sense of dullness and even resentment and Many times people start wondering, what's wrong with me? Why can I not sustain it? And even starting in the back of our mind, doubting our own power or strength, either looking for external motivators, or we can erode our sense of integrity, which is no fun. So we're going to start fixing that today and I start addressing. So for today, the main one that I want us to think about is this idea that we need to be energized in order to do a habit no we don't if you live long enough you probably don't think twice before brushing your teeth or driving your car you're not like oh i need a motivational booster for me to drive my car no chances are you're just jumping in the car and drive so this is something beautiful that we have this ability to have habits and many times our habits and routines are formed way back, we're conditioned way back since we're young. And many times we don't spend time to think and elaborate and really reframe and recondition ourselves. And that is actually possible to do. There is such a thing of accessing will effortlessly. So from thought to action, it can be really easy. Just as easy right now, I would say, just I'm going to touch my nose. I just did it. How about you? Touch your ear. Touch your ear right now. It's so easy. We just do it. The link from the thought to the actual action is very simple, but we get it very complicated because there are many steps in between in order to create sustainable habits. So what we're going to focus today, though, is just this idea that it's simple. There is a simplicity to creating action just from thinking. And I'll give you several examples. And I really go in detail about this idea of effortless will while we're in action in my program, Effortless Will. And I work with the students to really train. Will is like a muscle that we need to train. And in times, it can become easier and easier and easier. But bottom line, if we're just going to rely on rewards, or we're just going to rely on actually something external of ourselves in order to do action. And when we do that, we actually give away our power. When I'm going to say, well, I'm going to only do it if I'm going to have this particular circumstance or reward. Well, what happens if we don't have that reward? That means we won't be able to do it. That means we're like a, a leaf in the wind. Or if I say, well, if I feel good about it, if I feel like it, I'm going to do it well. Emotions come and go. Energy comes and goes. You might have a, a wonderful day and next day might be a, a suboptimal day. What's going to happen then? When we rely on those either external or internal conditions in order for us to initiate action and sustain it, this is when we give away our power. So for today, Think about separating this idea that we need external conditions or internal conditions to activate our will. And number two, that once we go and unpack this in the next few weeks, what are the actual steps to move from thought to action in a sustainable way? 
to create a habit that could be easy and effortless. In order to do that, I want to encourage you to start thinking about what you're already doing, that it's effortless. And almost like trying to realize this concept of effortless will. So I'll give you some examples. Okay, maybe you're at the grocery store and you walk around the aisle, just pay attention like, oh, I'm moving. I'm saying I'm going to turn to the right to take a right on the aisle. I'm turning to the right or maybe to the left. Or maybe you are changing. You're putting your clothes in the morning or are taking them at night, changing to go to bed. Just notice, oh, I'm doing this effortlessly. You might be driving your car, opening your phone or your computer or close them or walk from one room to another or from your home to the office and so forth and so on and so forth. Or maybe opening the door or maybe drinking a cup of coffee. Here's my coffee here, right? I can just have a sip. I didn't have to deliberate much and wasn't too much energy. I just thought about it. I said it. I did it, right? So make a list almost to get this 100% realization inside of you in all your corners that it is effortless to move from thought to action and you are already doing it. And the reason why it's a problem is because many times we have different beliefs and mindsets about it, which one we uncover today. More to come in the next episode, so stay tuned. And until next time, I say goodbye for now and I wish you a wonderful, wonderful day.